Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. So the title of this is All That in a Bag of Chips. I never heard that saying before until I, I moved into uh, where I'm currently living. I guess that's a, a saying about people that really think a whole lot of themselves. Just an oddball saying I thought it'd be a good title for this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, last episode I talked a lot about Alice and her brothers and sisters, her brother-in-law, her, her, her brothers, I'm sorry, and my brother-in-law's. You know, after playing it back and I listened to it, it's like, you know what, I need to expand on this stuff about my brother-in-law. I said, Alice has a total of, there's a total of seven kids in his family. She has, you know, six brothers and sisters, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, Alice lost her father early in her life. Um, she was 12 years old, give or take, and... There were seven kids, and, you know, Alice's mother worked her tail off. She put kids through college. You know, it was a big deal. Uh, you know, she uh, there was actually an article written in the local paper about things she'd done and what the kids had done. It's an honor, man. It was a, it was a, it was a tough road. A raising seven kids with no husband. Because of that, the youngest kid, my, my brother-in-law, one of my brother-in-laws, he just took a beating. Because his older brothers just pounded him. Not not physically. Not, they didn't beat him physically. They just really, really did things like like they lived close to a to a swimming pool where you know, community swimming pool. And his kid's like four years old and there's a high dive there. And I'm more high dives, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a swimmer or, or know anything, but it was tall, maybe. I think they call it ten meters, whatever it's it's you know, it's up there. Uh, so yeah, the youngest, the youngest brothers swimming or whatever. And he can swim. The older brother's like, look, you got to be a man. Go up there and jump off the high dive. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 whatever, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't there when this happened. I've heard this third hand, whatever. Uh, so I think something like, that, you know, he went up there and he checked out. So the older brother went up and stood there and he just finally just turned around and ran off. Boom, off the high dive. And he's like four or five. Right. I, I, my kids are that age. I'm not making them go off a high dive. I'm not sure they could swim at that age. So that's the kind of stuff that went on. You know, the, the brothers took care of the family. You know, and so did the sisters. They all they all looked out for each other. But you're no know, wimping around here. You're gonna be. They're gonna be toughening you up no matter what your age is. So I married in this family, and and Alice's uh, father had already passed. He was. He, you know, I married Alice, and she was in uh, her early late yeah early twenties. And, you know, going on, I mean, mother-in-law and a family. And it's like, okay, you know, I want to do something. Part of the family is getting a lot older. And, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they're two that are fairly younger. Two, two of the kids, two of the seven kids are a little bit younger. And the older ones are off doing their things in college or, I don't know, getting married, having their own kids, that kind of stuff. And uh, Alice's mom has not had a vacation since uh, her husband was alive, which was maybe 18, 19 years prior to this. It was the last time she had ever went on a vacation. She'd been raising seven kids. So I just said, you know what? Let's just, let's go on a vacation. Let me take them on a vacation. This, by the way, this is how the family vacation started. And if you heard in the previous uh, podcast, we talked about the Hagler's Cup. 
this was this was how the family vacation started that in, you know eventually led to the creation of the Hagler's Cup. But this is the first time, one of the first times, um, my mother-in-law has been on a vacation. I, I took her, I didn't have a lot of money. I had a, you know, a full-size pickup truck with a cap on it. So my mother-in-law, my wife, Alice, and I were in the front. Everybody else was in the back. You know, they, they, they were in the back. We traveled, you know, four or five, six hours to a vacation spot along the ocean, an Easter seaboard, hot. Ooh, it was steamy hot. So imagine that. The clampets roll in, right? Three guys in the front, three people in the front, and you know, a bunch of kids in the back. You know, that's yeah. You just didn't do you don't do that stuff now. You'd be arrested probably if, if someone caught you hauling people in the back of a pickup truck with a flimsy old aluminum cap on it. So anyway, so we get there and um actually this guy was telling me about the youngest my uh the youngest boy of the family. He had never uh I, don't, I think it might be the first time he was ever actually in the ocean. And so I'm out there with him, you know, we're doing this, that, you know, we're probably, I don't know, some, you know, waist high water. And it's it's light, you know, there's not a heavy chop, there's not a heavy surf. Uh, we're, we're there and it's like, hey, you know, you want to learn how to body surf? Oh, what's that? So, you know, like surfboard surfing, like kind of, you know, body surfing is basically you just go out as far as you can, you swim out as far as you can. Instead of being on a surfboard, you just make your body stiff and you try to ride this wave in. So I'm teaching him how to do this and we're doing it. But he's getting pretty good at it. He picks up things pretty good. He's a pretty good athlete. Even today, he's a pretty good athlete. So we're body surfing. Oh, and he just thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. Well, as you surf, you know, you move up or down the beach. Depends on, you know, how the ocean's moving. Um, you don't always come to, you know, it's not like a swimming pool. You don't, it doesn't, you don't end up at the same place every time. And there's a pier down there and I'm watching them, you know, and I'm, I'm going down there and I, you know, I've never been to this place before. And he comes body surfing and all of a sudden he just stands up. Ah, and I look at him and he's bleeding on, on his belly from his neck to his junk. He's bleeding. Okay. Well, so I go over to him. I look and there was a, like a, a post, a bunch of posts, like, driven in the ground, so it was less beast erosion or something, and it came out into the water. I don't know what it's called. I don't, I'm not that much of a nautical guy, but anyway, so we're a bunch of rednecks, never been to the ocean. He'd never been to the ocean before. He didn't realize what was going on. You know, so he's standing there, and he's bleeding, and I'm, I'm looking, trying to think, what am I going to do next? Uh, salt water, you know. It's, it's salty. He's got open wound. He's bleeding. He's in a lot of pain. He doesn't know why yet, but he, you know, slowly opens up his swim trunks he looks down I, I i didn't look but i asked him you know i says everything there he's like yeah junk's intact good it didn't get there it stopped about four inches above the junk yeah you don't want to peel that off when you're you know 10 12 years old or however old he was i don't know he's bleeding he's like what do i do what do i do i, was like, I don't know what to tell him to do i know that you know, you want to have clean the wound, right? And he'd hit this post and who knows what it was. I said, look, why don't you just jump back in, take off? Now, that wasn't the right thing to tell him, right? Because if you've ever been in salt water with an open wound, you ever hear the saying, like, pouring salt in an open wound? Well, that's what just happened. And he comes, so he, he jumps underwater, he starts swimming, you know, all of a sudden he comes up screaming at the top of his lungs, swearing at me, you know. Uh, you know, I guess it hurt a little bit. The brother-in-laws, my wife's family, talking about egos and, 
whatever, you know, you're all that in a bag of chips, you know, you think you're somebody you're not. Well, you get set back a peg or two sometimes. I entertain at work. I won't say entertain, but I have people that, groups of people that come and I take them out and we do X, Y, and Z and whatever, you know, it's my work. And this one time we're, we're uh, uh, on, a, on a college campus. Again, we're back to the pickup truck, okay, but this time it's a pickup truck that can seat five people, you know, three in the back, two in the front, all right, it's a four-door pickup truck. So we're going real slow, all these guys that I've been trying to work with and trying to impress, right? We're driving across campus, the classes are changing, so there's a lot of people, it's like it's like New York City, right? There's just lots and lots of people trying to cross the road. And I look across the street, we're sitting at a stop sign, waiting for a couple of cars back, I see my, I see my niece, because I knew she went to college here. Yeah. I start screaming her name. Hey, hey, over here. I'm hanging out the window. You know, I'm driving, hanging out the window, acting like a, acting a fool, man. Pretty soon I kind of ease up on this girl, right? All these guys are like, I said, oh, yeah, wait, hang on. I want to introduce you to my niece, you know? And she turns around, sees who I am. It's like, she flips me off and starts screaming out, you're a perv, get away from me. Such a back a peg or two. I, peers all of a sudden didn't, think that much of me I guess I did get the contract you know all that in a bag of chips sometimes it don't doesn't work out like that okay all that in a bag of chips so you've heard me speak about this we have I live I now still live in a, in a small town and the local fire hall runs a, a fundraiser type thing you go there and whatever okay eat drink be happy play some cards dance, whatever. Yeah, it's a fundraiser for the fire hall. Local volunteer fire company. They have no income, really. So we're there, and it's me and it's Alice and I, and, you know, some of our friends, and, and we're older, you know, and there, this, there's a wide range of people. There's, you know, people in their late teens, early 20s, up to people in their, you know, middle 70s, I guess. I don't know how old those people were. And I fall in a range between that. So, you know, we're, my group's sitting there, and I'm standing around, you know, and I see these people staring at me, right? They're just staring at me. These two, two girls, these are two women. And it's like, you know, I I do a lot of things in the public's eye, and I just thought oh, they, they know me. This happens to me a lot because of my work. I'm not famous. I'm just, I'm like the local bum, you know. You always see them at the corner. It's kind of, I'm not a bum, but. Well, it depends on who you talk to, but you know, it's just people know me um, because I'm I'm a pretty visual public figure. All right, I'm out in the public a lot. Kind of makes you feel good that somebody realizes who you are and you talk to them, blah blah blah. And, you know, it's a it's a good feeling, you know. So I just I didn't think twice about it. Uh, I was going to get I don't know some, some food or a beer or something, and so I, I'm walking through the crowd, and it just so happens. Uh, I had to go by these these two women that were staring at me. I, you know, I don't say much. I'd be nice. Oh, you know, hey, aren't you like, you know, you know Bob Smith? Uh, didn't you go to high school with me or us? I'm like, I thought we graduated together. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think we graduated together. I said, to, I don't know. Where'd you graduate from? And they said a local high school. And I, I'm not from around the area. And I was like, no, 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 I didn't graduate from there. I graduated from you know, a different high school. And they're like, they're like, oh, what, what year did you graduate? Maybe we uh, saw you at sporting events or something. You know, we were, we were, you know, whatever. I said, oh, I graduated in 1970. And they're like, oh, 
Yeah, couldn't have been you. You're as old as my grandfather. There you go. Talk about an ego-crushing statement. I was feeling good about life. Now I'm just an old man. Students are, are different, man. They are really different. My wife was a, was a teacher for 32, 35 years, you know, well over 30 years. Um, she taught special needs children all of her life. Yeah, it's a tough gig, man. I, I couldn't do it. Like I said, Alice is, Alice is a goddess on this earth. Uh, she puts up with me. She's done this all of her life. And she still substitutes because she just loves to be working with special needs people. It was a bit of a situation. You know, Alice was working at this school district that was probably a half hour, hour drive from where we were living at the time. And I didn't know much about that area. Again, I didn't know much about the area I was living in either. So Alice would, you know, she'd go over there and she'd make these friends and this, that, and the other thing. And So we go over there one time. Alice is going to go to the beauty shop that's over there. And it's a, like a Saturday afternoon, morning, I don't know. And so I have the two boys with me. They're, they're young. They're probably, they're young. They can't be left alone, okay? So I pull Alice up to, to the salon. I let her get out. And I, you know, I'm in the truck. I'm like, okay, look, Alice, I'm going to. I'm going to go down here and the boys and I are going to do something. We're going to stay in the truck. There's no sense in taking this group in that uh, salon. We talk about embarrassing. I'm sure something, I pull something off the wall or whatever, kick somebody, you know, all those things that my kids do. Not me, of course. So we're sitting around in the truck and we're waiting. We're doing stuff, you know, talking to each other, playing these little stupid games, I spy, that kind of stuff. And I'm in a strange town. I don't know anything really about this little town. It's not a city. It's, it's a mid-sized town, maybe eight, ten thousand 10,000 people. I'm sitting in the street, I'm, you know, sitting there, street parked, and I'm looking down the road, and I see uh, these four or five kids, students, young, you know, 18-ish, 20-year-old-ish people. They're walking towards me. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't want to stereotype people, and I don't want you to think that I do, but I just got a bad feeling. You know, they had... They weren't very clean and uh, they were, you know, wearing stuff that made them look like they were part of a gang. All right. Uh, again, I'm not trying to judge. I really, I mean, I'm, I, I'm a teacher also right now. Still am. Uh, you know, you, you can't judge a person by the way they look, especially if they're looking at me, right? Or, or anyone. That's just the way life is. But I'm just, you know, I don't know anything about this, this town. And I was like, all right, uh, hey, boys, let's lock the door. Like, ah, what, 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 what are we doing locking the door for, Dad? What's going on? It's like, oh, nothing. Let's just lock the doors. And all of a sudden, I see Alice. She's coming out of the salon. And she's walking towards the truck. She's coming up to, to, from behind the truck. And these, these group of kids are, people are walking towards my truck. And I hear them start saying, Alice. Alice, oh, I'm flipping out now. I'm flipping out. It's like, oh, they got to shoot her. They got to beat her up. They got to steal stuff from her or what? And, uh, you know, I'm trying to, okay, kids, stay in the truck. I'm trying to get the door open. You know, I don't, I don't want to have a confrontation with this group of people. And I don't know what's about to happen. You know, and all of a sudden, Alice says, hey, Jimmy, how you doing? I'm like, uh-oh, she knows him. So she goes over and she's talking to these people and just goes to show you cannot tell a person by the way they look or the way they act until you actually meet them. 
So, you know, it's all over. And I was telling Alice about this. I'm so sorry, man. I was, I, I thought we were in trouble. I shouldn't have been judging people like that. And uh, I was just worried for our safety. You know, I was just trying to be safe about life. And it taught me a lesson. Alice is like, yeah, look, you know, that's one of my students. He has been arrested. He was arrested for a weapons violation. He's on parole. He's trying to make something out of his life. Uh, you know, he's, he's, you know, this is, the, this is life. Just don't judge people, all right? Don't become all that in a bag of chips. That's all for now, folks. This is Three Tails Max signing off. It's not my...